unfiltered, uncensored, and unapologetic. This is the Retail War Zone Podcast. All right, so we asked the question, you know, why do you think customer behavior is getting worse? I did it on Facebook. I did it on Twitter. I did it on Reddit and I did it on Instagram and not a damn soul answered on Instagram. They liked the picture and all the picture was, was a question, <laughs> but nobody responded. Um, so that's fine. You know, no big deal, but I got some cool stuff from everywhere else. So, um, Alex, you up for reading this or do you need me to read it? Uh, I can read all right. Very slow and very stuffy. But. Well, there's a lot, so just be warned. So the first ones we did. So here's here's Facebook. Question for all. Why do you think customer behaviors are getting increasingly worse? Alex, <laughs> go ahead. All right. It's a combination of two things. I used to getting rewarded for having the adult equivalent of a toddler meltdown. The customer's always right. Has been a mantra for how long now? Second, retail therapy shopping used to make them feel better. Now it's a hassle and not working. Rather than doing some real therapy to find out why they're so miserable, they deal with their anger and frustrations by lashing out at whomever is nearby. Going back to the first point of the customer is always right, it never occurs to them that this behavior is wrong. So you have a bunch of man, man, babies, and they need a timeout and a lesson of bait. Lesson in basic managers. Well said, my friend. No respect for others. <laughs> the heat plays a small part. <laughs> True. I don't think it's a. I don't think it's just in retail. It's the state of the world for today. The attitude, hatred, and blatant disrespect for other people is plunging society into the abyss. It's a lot of a generation issue, and people have learned that they can get by with whatever they want. It's going to take a movement of workers. That last one was me. Mm-hmm. That first, <laughs> that first one was hero. Yep. All right. More Facebook. What? <clears throat> yes, and I'm not even in customer service. People are ridiculous. They are being led to believe they have a right to be disrespectful. Decades of the customer is always right mentality. Not just towards the workers, it's towards the other customers too. I've noticed it a lot recently. <clears throat> you know, I kind of agree with that one. Yep. Goes deeper than decades of the customer is always right. Decades and generation of a culture it constantly glorifies the value of fulfilling the desires of the individual over the stability over communal bonds and relationships to an entitled customer. They're the boat, they're the rugged individual who refuses to be kept down by the man. And the retail employee is the embodiment of overbearing society whose rules serve only to thwart the fulfillment of, of their all important desires. There head every entitled customer is Luke Skywalker <laughs> and every retail employee is a faceless stormtrooper whose only purpose is to mindlessly enforce who, whose only purpose is mindlessly enforcing the rules of retail corporate empire nobody thinks twice about blasting a stormtrooper <laughs> exceptional take 
I still remember the days when all businesses were closed on Sunday except the occasional convenience store. Uh, that's a subject for another time, Steve, if we need to get retail closed on Sundays again. And most businesses were closed on Saturdays except services like lawnmower repair or department stores, for example. There was a bona fide work week of Monday through Friday, and then you had the weekend off, including holidays. Now you have to work on the holiday and get paid for it, where I would rather have the day off. Some peop- some places do not even offer holiday pay. So, lucky yep. to have that. All of that has gone to diminish to the communal society. All of my sales and customer service are on the damn phone. Are all are done on the phone now. Uh, when a customer gets irate, I don't sit there. Yes, sir. Yes, ma'am. I push back and raise my voice at them now. Call me for help. Considering that I am not your punching bag today, you better calm down right now or I'll move to the next customer that needs help. It works. You're referring to a time span during the pandemic when we're experiencing a lot of anger, confusion, and fear. I'd say it's just folks naturally acting out as any frightened animal would, but aiming that emotion at people they believe won't defend themselves. A person who tries to explain that they won't wear a bit of cloth over their mouth and nose because freedom is not thinking rationally, but trying to rationalize fear or anger. Yeah. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. And then, and then, I got this one, Alex. Um, in Twitter. So I asked basically the same question, and these are the responses that I got. Our good friend Philly Essential Employee being locked up for so long, various Karens and Chads had nothing to direct their ego on. So now that states are open again, they have to catch up or release all that pent-up entitlement. Dharma Bum said, in my experience, a major factor was retailers enforcing the return policy. Hashtag dear customer being told they can't get their money back for clothing they've been wearing for years started wars. Uh, Declan Byrne. COVID people are just bored and the only places open are shops and people walk into shops just to moan to staff out of boredom due to COVID. That is my theory because I never noticed customers being extremely bad before COVID. Icon, they were. Yeah, icon author. I've got this one. It's pretty simple. Unchecked ego. It's becoming commonplace in our culture to allow people with delusions of grandeur to live in a bubble because popping that bubble is rude or will bring hell upon the unlucky person holding the pen. The ranty bastard. Self-entitlement. They get 10 Facebook likes on a repost of someone else's shitty casserole recipe, and all of a sudden they think they willed all the power. That and the continued bullshit adage of the customer is always right, which gets supported by corporate over us. Yeah. Like... I like the Randy Bastard. I like what he said because I feel there is a lot of social media. I feel like there is a lot of social media influence on negative treatment workers. Yep. And then, wait, there's more. This was today. This was our good friend, Blaine Tag. Um, his was very well thought out. Um, says, my coworker said they feel it comes from people navigating multiple crises and the strong need for things to be back to normal. And everything reminding them things are not normal. Masks, seating restrictions, etc. Just sets them on edge and we're just in the line of fire. My opinion is that that the customer service industry has created a system that rewards bad behavior going all the way back to the customer is always right. 
The idea was always that we need to do everything to keep our customers coming back and nothing else mattered. Statistics were thrown at us about what it costs to get new customers versus keeping current customers. And over time, that morphed into the practice of just open a vein and give them what they want. When coupled with general entitled attitudes, this is where can I talk to the manager or Karen culture came from. They knew from the reinforcement of their past behavior that they can get whatever they want if they make just big enough stink. There are a few reasons this reinforcement may be ending. The swing back to supporting workers over customers vis-a-vis who is more essential to the business at the moment. The general consensus that Karen behavior is bad and shouldn't be encouraged. The fact that in some cases, Kowtowing to the kowtowing to these people makes others unsafe. As we've seen over and over again, people in cult environments, bad relationships, or systems that profit off the exploitation of others will often double down on the system or relationship that they're involved in. They literally can't see that their thing is wrong. And I think that's what we're experiencing now. The doubling down of the bad behavior from the inside of their entitled, rewarded for bad behavior little bubble, they literally cannot see that they may be the bad guys. And believe that it and believe that is must be the people on the outside asking them to change and subtly refusing to reward that behavior who are in the wrong, so they rebel against it. So yeah. That's a pretty big one. And then oh, you got to see the spoiler in the next shot. Yeah. Then <laughs> Reddit. Uh, we had because we have to bend over backwards to make them happy. It's not even the customers always right because everyone knows that's not true. It's the high. It's the higher ups don't want bad reviews, so everyone has to bend over backwards to make the customers happy. Somehow, a threat of a bad review has gone from something ridiculous to something that we have to care about. This is 100% correct. It's better slash easier to give them what they want than to have them call corporate. If it gets to that point, regardless of how wrong the customer is, they're going to get what they want. As a manager, I don't need the added stress of someone with no knowledge of the situation questioning my decision. While I know my gut tells me something different, I just take care of the customer and get on with my day. Yep. I'm an assistant manager and my bosses, quote unquote, the shop owners, are always whining about the bad reviews to me. 99% of them are from delivery customers who receive cold food because that's what happens to food when it's left out for more than 10 minutes. But somehow there has to be something I can do. And then this one's from one of our own. Okay, kind of serious theory for me. I wonder what you all think. Kleptomania. It is more common in women than men, more common in people a bit older. Often manifests as a result of boredom later in life and gives them a minor feeling of accomplishment. Basically, they get a kick out of getting away with something. See where this is going? It's a recognized mental illness and not one with a lot of success in finding a cure. Anyway, retail in the past 30 years has set up stores and policies to attract the exact same kind of people to get kicks out of getting away with shit that they know they shouldn't get away with. Karen comes in and tries to return her dirty laundry with no tags and no receipt. Now, that's against store policy, and Karen knows this. But Karen also knows that by making a fuss, threatening to leave bad reviews, call corporate, and more often than I can understand, call the police, etc., that she will win. An overworked store manager will fold, issue a refund, and might even apologize for the store inconveniencing her just so they don't get a call from corporate about 
how that could have been handled better. So my theory is that Karen is a mental illness. It's on par and comes from the same root as kleptomania. Most common in depressed middle-class women whose kids are out of control and husbands have wandering eyes. Sad. Personally, I'd rather she just get a kick out of robbing some merchandise. And then this is also from another one of our, another one of our own. Out of truth. (laughs) Yeah. That'd be Irish. Uh, For my part of retail, I've had people yell at me and ready to throw hands because I can't keep their coils or juice in stock. I can't tell them when our next shipment is or what will be in it until it finally hits our system as being sent. I can't even contact anyone at shipping to tell them how much of what we actually need. They just send us what they send us, and then we're sold out again because people either stocked up or they took long to come get their items. I've actually had a customer ask why I don't just head down to my competitor store and buy off their stock and sell at our store because I'm not about to spend my money to fix corporate's problem with shipment planning for context on what laws have been affecting this business. Read up on the PMTA and the PACT act. So, I, yeah, I know a little bit of a thing or two on that business and uh, yeah, it actually is a lot of state issues, state mandates reason why they can't get that stuff in. So you're into that. <laughs> You need to be patient. If you're yeah. Interested. I mean, we're all struggling. Literally everyone is struggling right now. So. That is correct. And, you know, looking at the chat real quick. So Iris said he visited Germany once. Everything was closed on Sunday, even big box. It was strange, but kind of nice. Yeah. I remember back in the States when, you know, it when I was younger, that's how it was. Here in the South, we had something called blue laws. Anything that was open on Sunday, they couldn't open until noon or later. Um. Fuck today. People don't like being told what to do. Wear a mask, stand six feet apart. Please don't stand up. Yeah, exactly. And I think the, the one common theme through every single response, you know, from, you know, the three different places of social media, the common theme was their bad behavior has been rewarded and has been, and, and it continues to be. And that's, that's what got us here. You know, why is it getting worse? Because it's been unchecked. They've gotten away with it up until this point. So they just keep it's like the old adage, you know, give an inch, take a mile. And that's what they're doing. They're just, they're pushing it further down the road. And unfortunately it's gotten to the point where it's dangerous, you know, where people are, are suffering physical harm from this. And it's just really gotten to the point where the companies are at, you know, an apex where they have to make a decision who are they going to back, you know, at a very dangerous time. Karen's are a mental illness should be a t-shirt. You know, I, I know somebody who can make that happen. <laughs> so <laughs> you, you, you might be right. Um, but yeah, I mean, it, we, we've let them get away with it forever. And it's like Irish had said in his comment, you know, getting a phone call or having to counsel somebody, about how they could have handled the situation better, even though they handled it as good as they could and, and to policy, you know, policies just, I don't know why some of these companies bother writing them because they don't enforce them. You know, it, it's, I mean, I've been in situations where like my upper level bosses have been in the store and witnessed something that went down and they intervened and they kissed the customer's ass and, you know, Gave them what they wanted. And it's just like, I can't believe it just happened. <laughs> you know, it's like, wow. That's why I'm glad that I'm no longer in management and I don't want to be. You know, I've got a pretty isolated gig right now. I don't really have to deal with much. So, 
Um, what up? Iron Maiden, you kind of like a blister. You show up after the work's done. <laughs> just messing, just messing. Welcome, welcome. Um, but yeah, so, I mean, the corporations have let... Oh, Jason has said it perfectly. They call to tell you to do whatever it is and give them a $75 gift card for their problems. Correct. Rewarding the behavior. So it's literally exactly like a child. Like right. if you let like they test the water, see how far they can get away with it, and then they're rewarded for it. So, I mean, honestly, Steve, you as a customer, why wouldn't you just run in and just be that? Exactly. Don't think for a minute that there's some Karen who's told her husband that she's going to go return something that's like two years old, and the husband's like, "You can't do that. It's it's past the return policy." And she's like, "Oh, watch me." And she does it. It's like a challenge. But here's the issue. You will have an actual problem that needs to go to corporate and they do nothing for you or a good person because you didn't raise enough cane. Yep, that is correct. I have a, a mini story on that. That's a story for another time. But But you're right, though. I mean, it seems like the important issues corporate just doesn't care about. But by God. You know, you get some, I mean, look at, look at these ladies in the picture here. I mean, how many, like the, the, the lady there with the, the, the matching hair that matches her muumuu, how many of those have we ran across in our career? How many of those looks, I mean, how many of you can hear that picture? I can hear that picture. <laughs> I can too. I mean, I can absolutely hear that picture. The the person on the right, you declined their coupon because it's expired. Yep. <laughs> and yep. the person on the left, you told them that they're layaway. <laughs> yep. Uh, Jason says the worst is when it's upper management spouse and you have to do it or you will hear from your boss. Oh, my God, that's terrible. See, that shit shouldn't happen anyway. I, I don't think spouses should be able to shop in the stores. <laughs> and if they are, they're not allowed to say who they are to get special treatment. Um Right. The fuck today says I won't do it. I literally told my boss it's not fair for us to be forced to take the verbal abuse from people. He said call the police. Yeah. Uh Maiden says policies based around customer accountability are an illusion. Yep, exactly. It's just a waste of print on a piece of paper. Oh don't you hear know it, how hear much it. money she spent yep. here? Do you know how much money I spent here? I've been shoving here since God was a child. My God. Yeah, you coming in here buying a Mr. Pib. Over and over and yeah, over. and probably steal yeah. too. Probably steal. Oh yeah, one hundred percent. You know, because I spent too much money here. And, and that, <laughs> you know, and that's another point. Think about it. Think about all these Karens that come in raising hell. How great would it be to be like, okay, well, our corporate office said that we had to do this for you, but you do realize that technically you're stealing. I'd love to be able to say that. Watch them just get all pissed off. What do you mean I'm stealing? Well, you know. So. Kind of like getting Jason, you know who my spouse is. You know what, Jason? That that's okay. So I'm going to give you some entitled bullshit from like a celebrity. All right. So it, it's kind of, and it, it it goes kind of hand in hand with what we're talking here. So when I was at Guitar Center, we had an entrance door and an exit door. Okay, and we had a person that stood in a little island in between. They were called the door person, and the door person's job 
was to check receipts and serial numbers as they went out the door to make sure nobody was stealing. Well, my good friend E. Diddy was working the door, and this lady starts to go leave, and E. Diddy's like, I need to check your receipt. And this lady's like, do you know who the fuck I am? And E. Diddy said, I don't give a fuck who you are. I need to see your receipt. A fight almost ensued. That person was Missy Elliott. Oh, my Lord. Yep. True story. But that, <laughs> but that whole, do you know who I am? It doesn't matter. Doesn't, Does it, it doesn't matter who you are. <laughs> yeah, exactly. The, that, that, that'd be great. Like if you had like a recording of the rock saying that and you get to play <laughs> it over the intercom every time somebody's like, do you know who I am? Hit the button. It doesn't matter who you are. That'd be great. <laughs> That would be perfect. That's what that's what we need more of. We need, you know, our customer. You know how a lot of customers, especially if you're a TikTok fan like I am, you know how you can scroll through TikTok and you can see them trolling workers. <laughs> you can see the one guy pouring milk over himself and just dancing on the register. Wouldn't it be great if workers could make it viral that they could get revenge on? Customers? Well, here let, let let me let me go ahead and say something about that. These fuckers that get on TikTok and go wrecking stores and shit, they're just as bad as fucking Karen's. They need to get punched in the fucking nuts. You, you're fucking up somebody's day royally. If you're going into to a store and jumping on a register line and dumping milk on yourself, you, you deserve to go to jail for that shit. <laughs> I mean, like, seriously. I mean, it's not even funny, man. I, and, and, and it's even sadder that people find it funny. That that see, and that's just another symptom of all this. You know, these outrageous behaviors people think are humorous, and as long as people keep clicking and sharing and whatnot, they'll continue doing stupid shit. And and you know, technology <laughs> and that person will make more money than you as an essential worker. Remember but, that. But you, but you know what? I mean, I God, you guys don't. Only one of you in the chat knows Jason, besides me. I wish there was a Jason at every store, and if somebody did that, they were allowed to throat punch him because Jason put a hurting on somebody. Good. Dude, I mean, it, it would be it would be a, a perfect public in, public indecency, correct? Entitlement and disrespect. What, that was my theory from earlier. How I say that social media has a lot of negative impact because people love that dopamine rush of they do something really fucked up to an employee or fucked up to a store get a ton of likes ton of shares see and that's where technology that's where technology's fucked that shit up and alex i know you peruse tiktok and i know you click likes and whatnot you're rewarding the behavior every time you do oh i know that's why anytime so why, i see any of that i like oh don't play with that stuff yeah uh, Jason says, put a sign on the door. My associates will treat you like you treat them. This would be an eye opener. You are correct. But as Hero says, that would require the customer to read. <laughs> oh, thank you. Thank you. I think it's an honor for you, my well. buddy. Yep, it is an honor because, boy, you are not somebody I would. I would. Let me just say, if I saw you, Jason, standing at the front of a store like a security shirt on and I was some TikToker, I am not standing on a counter dumping milk on me because I figure you're going to kill me. Oh, hell no. <laughs> you, hey, Alex, you know, Braun Strowman, you know, the, the, these hands. Oh, yeah. That's Jason. That. Mm. <laughs> I think I would need a guaranteed contract of $10,000 plus a million likes 
That's that. Yeah. Uh, now, the one thing about um, putting a sign on the door, you know, you would hope that would work, but I've told the story about sitting in the parking lot at Jesus's craft store on a Sunday, getting ready to go in with a crew and watching people walk up to the door and doing like this, looking in the door and their eyeballs are literally, literally right on the sign that says closed on Sunday. But Irish, here's the, here's the irony of that though. They never pay attention to the negative signs, but my God, you put buy one, get one free or 25% off. Oh yeah. <laughs> they, they don't read the little top. <laughs> I need little text that says it expires. Irish. God forbid, uh, Steve, where you and I worked at, Felmark, God forbid, you know, we didn't know how to take our ad down. Oh, Lord. They would take that oh, my ad God. off and be like, oh, my God. At Kmart, when we had to go in and do the ad, it was like 5,000 little stickers and it was just stupid. But anyway, um, a little bit. Iris says, I've never known a sign that a customer paid attention to. Correct. Um, Hero says, I'm taking you out of your knees and accidentally kicking you as you lay unconscious. It was a reflex. It was it was it was one of those things. Defuck today says new motto. I match energy, so you decide how we are going to act today. That's great. I mean, yeah, that's that's the way it should be, Defuck today. It should be like that. But- <laughs> Jason says true. I have people come in the wrong doors all the time. Yeah. I mean, it's fucking insanity, man. I, I just don't know. Oh, I want to throw this out real quick uh, before I forget. So the past two Mondays, we haven't had Misfit Mondays because of work schedules and Alex got abducted and, and all this other stuff. <laughs> but um, so this coming Monday, we are actually having a Misfit Lounge and we're talking about wrestling. So just just to let people know. Oh, anyway, yeah, back, no, I can't wait. Back to the topic at hand. Um but yeah, so I mean, this behavior has been rewarded constantly, and you know, Proto Rage posted on um, Reddit. The fuck today? You need to get cultured. We talk about some great topics that you just refuse to take part in. We can learn you something. But anyway, but Proto Rage had posted this story on uh, um, Reddit about doing good for others and basically he was at a place where an employee was getting berated by a customer and he loudly just blew up at this person talking about don't disrespect the employee and blah 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 we need more of that we really do you know if we had more people do that you know and it i think if we were able to <laughs> truly embarrass karen's i mean like really embarrass i think that um Make examples of them. It, I, I think it would stop. Uh, the fuck today, wrestling is not culture. Let me tell you. Let me tell you something. The fuck today. Yeah, like you be like what? Literally, what you say in chat, and literally what you have said in the past is literally a WWE promo. Yeah, basically. <laughs> like, yeah, that's what's so ironic about that. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, Maiden, Maiden says door. Emergency exit alarm will sound. Customer pushes door open, then panics that the alarm goes off. Yep, that's they only read. They can only read at the prices of reduced price. Yep, and they never see expiration dates ever. Four Horsemen is the main team. Iris says, "I really, my, I'm doing my four, and you can't even see me right now." Oh, so you're John Cena? We can't see you. We can't see Alex. Uh, Irish says, I really do think it has worsened because of corporate allowing mentally ill people to enjoy abusing staff. That's why we're here. 
That's why these conversations are happening. (laughs) Because, I mean, these companies have just just allowed it. Allowed it. And look, I'm going to die on this hill. You know, I have talked about, you know, employees, controllable expenses, tired of getting treated like shit and blah, blah, blah. And here we are, ladies and gentlemen. I want you guys to remember this day. I want you to remember what I'm about to say. All of these companies who have spent the past four months complaining that they couldn't get people to work for them because unemployment or people don't want to work anymore in less than 60 days are going to start laying those same fucking people off without any kind of remorse because the next wave of COVID is going to dip into their profit margins. Fuck corporations. That's what's going to happen. It's got clipped. That's a prediction for the future. Because that's what they're going. That's what they do. Every retailer. It doesn't matter if there's a pandemic or not. If you've been a manager, you understand and know this. Once sales go down, the first thing they do is cut payroll. They're going to use this fancy term, reduction of force, or whatever. Reduction of force, and you know what? Essential. They they do that again. When they do that again, there's going to be no recovering from that. The retail industry, the retail industrial complex will shoot themselves in the foot if they lay people off this time around. It'll be I over. Mean, yeah, they just better not. I, they just better not. I posted on Twitter. It was like, 2020, we're sorry, sales are down. We're laying you off. Go get on government unemployment. 2021, nobody wants to work. 2021, nobody wants to work because of unemployment. 2021, cancel unemployment. 2021, Delta hits. 2021, we lay everybody else off. 2021, unemployment's gone. They've created a crisis that's going to, you want to talk about pitchforks and shit? It's coming. Yeah. Go. Exactly, yeah. Jason. And then wonder why associates are not loyal to them. Retail is going to, if retail does it again, they are going. This is going to Q four of this year is going to be worse than twenty twenty, all altogether. I'm a football fan, boy. If anybody's thinking about going to football games, college football ain't happening. I'm telling you, they're gonna cut that shit off. Give them a pizza I- party. That will keep them. I think people have. Gotten tired of the pizza party, especially when you all you get is Little Caesars. Yep. Or you could be like my sister, who is like a uber essential worker. She's gonna kill me if she sees this. By the way, but offer she's not cool enough to watch this. (laughs) Works at a hospital, Steve. They offered her a fucking popsicle. Wow. I I I said I would have taken that popsicle. Shined it up real nice. Oh, God, here we go. Turned it sideways and shoved it right up. There can't yes. Damn, Jason. Really that's it. harsh. You get a CC over. Man, that's ooh, that's like cardboard. They might as well just give you a pizza box and call it a day. Russell says, I bought a crossbow because I can't find bullets for my rifle. Just in case we shut down, I'll have meat. Shit. All right, Russell. I mean, smart go. man. Well, yeah, smart man. You know, um, and, and really got to be prepared these days. But but you know, like for instance, Jason, um, 
the fuck today. I mean, you guys are in management, all right? You know, I got, I hope you have a plan or, or a, a well-stocked liquor cabinet at least because seriously, if this goes like they like, it's looking like it's going to go. Yep. And well, they're going to cut people again. And, and I don't, you know, I'm in a situation where I don't think that would happen to me, to be honest with you. You know, I'd be quote unquote essential. I don't know how I feel about that. I feel all like sexy and special, although it don't mean shit. But anyway, um, feel good about it for about the first week. Well, like I said, my situation is a little isolated, so I don't really have to worry about it too much. Plus, I feel like plus I have weapons. So, um, like I say, you feel you feel somewhat good about it. Like you feel actually kind of important. But then, like, you just realize you're just being fucked. Yeah. I mean, and look, real talk, essential workers got fucked hard during the first run. They are not going to put up with it a second time. And I do not blame them at all. Round two is about to be worse, too. Uh, Unfortunately, I think so. Yeah, Um, I think so, too. Jason says, last time they took care of us, I cannot complain what they did for me and my associates when we shut down. You know, there were a few companies that really did. And, and you know, Jason, I'll say that I did not enjoy my time with that company. You know, we, we've had that conversation about the DMs and whatnot. But I will say, and I've said this before, that from a staffing model and whatnot, I think TJX Corporation is far more generous with staffing and payroll than any other retailer I've ever seen. And, and, and I stand by that. I, I really do. And, you know, it's, um, you know, that just wasn't for me. And, you know, that happens sometimes. And, but I, I think there's not a lot of bad there. It, you know, it, I think there's a lot of bad seeds, but I don't think the company itself is, is terrible. So hopefully they'll do the same for you guys, you know, because it's, it's going to be rough. It's really, really going to be rough. I mean, we're going into Q4. Philly, um, a central employee on, on Twitter, had posted something like, you know, what was the over-under on when, you know, essential workers would start getting treated like shit again during round two. And my, my answer was January because they need you for Christmas. But once yeah. Christmas is over, they're going to be like, fuck you, we don't need you. So, Yep. As me and a friend used to call it at Felmart. The Mark Cleaver. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Iris' business here are having a hard time finding retail workers, food service workers in particular. Same here. Same here. And and, and you've got, you. it really is, it's, it's, it's a left and right thing. And I don't mean that from a political standpoint. It's left, right, yin, yang. I mean, it's polar opposites. There's no in-between. You've got a group of people who think that restaurant and retail can't hire people because people are lazy and because of unemployment. And then you got people on the other side saying, well, the reason they're not getting anybody is people's tired of the shit. There's no in between. I mean, there's some people I know that I've tried to educate. Boy, let me tell you something. You could, I, I had a conversation with somebody <laughs> um, <laughs> that recently that was talking about how painful basically their gig was. And, I proceeded to go down a path where they could not understand when I told them you have it made. You would have thought I grew four fucking heads when I told them that I had a a, a certain appreciation for what I was doing that they did not have because they would not survive where I came from. (laughs) 
All right. And, you know, all right, Jason, peace out. See you next time. But, you know, you cannot have these conversations with some people. I mean, I, I had to explain, try to explain to somebody recently that, you know, they, that, that you got the sign on the door, you know, nobody wants to work, blah, 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 government, blah, blah, blah. And my response was, well, I'm sure, you know, making two thirteen an hour plus tips, expecting your patrons to make up the difference in what you won't pay has nothing to do with them wanting to work there. Not at all. Surely. So. Yeah. I mean, it's it's just it's just asinine, and, and and I'm telling you, these are brick walls. There's no convincing them. They're going when I say I'm going to die on a hill, they're going to die on those mountains. I mean, it, it, there is no getting through to them whatsoever. They just don't see it that way. You could throw up pie charts. Hell, you could have the you could have Jesus stand in front of them with all the facts, and Jesus tell them, you know, everything is going on, and they be like, nope. They're just lazy. I mean, that's, that's that's how set in their ways they are. So, you know. Yeah. The fuck today says, and I've become the fixer again, getting sent everywhere. Man, that is not a good place to be right now. The fuck today. You need to get out of that role. Because you're going to uh, get beat to hell here in the next six to 12 weeks. Uh, oof. I was just reading that. I was also reading Lowe's comments. Yeah, ahoy, SpongeBob. Not die laughing. <laughs> you know, you know, Lowe, that that says, you know, some people Alex will laugh at it, but that's about as normal as it gets. I mean, I would not yeah. it would not surprise me at all to hear some that come out of somebody's mouth. That's yeah. where we're at. That is hundred percent where we're at. <laughs> Uh, Maiden says, Logan, I had a family in front of their kids cuss out our staff because they waited too long for their food. Even though we only have five employees running the whole restaurant, they waited 15 minutes. Wow. You know, well, the fact that they only had to wait 15 minutes. Hey, look, there's a local restaurant here that, that, I mean, is consistent. I mean, it, it's been around since I was in high school. Right. And I've never had a bad meal there. And they're having staffing issues too. All right. And we go and it took us like 45 minutes to get our food, but we just sat there and talked and looked at our phones or whatnot. And, you know, I, I might start to get a little antsy and then hero like kick me and be like, don't do that. And I'm like, cause I, cause I was hangry, you know, but at the same time, I didn't fuss or anything. I mean, the waitress did the best she could do. She had the entire half of the restaurant to herself. It's not my fault or her fault, you know, they didn't have, they, they, they were cooking shit as fast as they could. And guess what? You know, about it taking 45 minutes, but damn, that burger was fucking great. It's all good. Yeah. You know, I mean, the hungry you get a better food taste. Now, now if I'd have waited 45 minutes and the food was shit, that's a different story, but no, it was it, you know, never a bad meal there ever. And, but I mean, it happens but, and, and it takes, it takes us that have worked in the business, you know, for some period of time, to temper our expectations and understand what everybody's going through and, and be patient, you know, and hero will tell you patience is not one of my strong points. It never has been, especially when it comes to food. That must be a, that must be our last name, Steve. That must just be something that runs in our last name. Cause I have like zero patience as well. (laughs) I, I, I have, 
you know, look, I haven't shown out in the store, but I have, and I'll be honest with you, I'm I'll, full disclosure. I have asked for managers in restaurants before, but like pre-COVID well, before shit was weird, some- you know, but, but now I just have to be like, okay, look, everybody's going through the same thing. These people were working as hard as they can, you know, so I'm not going to be an asshole. I mean, but there does come a point though, like what I tease a little bit earlier about my story where you should be able to call corporate sometimes, but you know, the good people that call for legitimate reasons are never rewarded. But I was sitting in line. I don't even care. I'm going to say that. Well, unless you want, you want me to say the company name? Cause I'm kind of mad at him right now. I don't care. Uh, so I was going through the line at Burger King. And I put by the way, order. by the way, fuck Burger King. Seriously, I'm so mad at Burger. My King family, right my family loves Burger King burgers. I think they're highly overrated. But go ahead. I actually really like Burger King. But Fuck look, a whopper. I'm, I'm I'm pissed at them right now. So I put in a mobile order for every restaurant I go to to make it easier. Oh, well, that that's mistake number one. Because trust me, mobile orders are not making it easier for anybody in these restaurants because they have been properly trained. Well, that's, that's what I get told at a God's Chicken restaurant. <laughs> wow. They're like, thank you for putting in mobile order. It makes it so much easier for us. Oh, but, I don't, I don't make hero mad. <laughs> so I wait, oh. I wait, I wait through the line. Got my mobile order in. Lady at the window tells me, I don't see your order. Okay. Well, I mean, you know, it said that I could dine in, pick it up from inside because I didn't want to wait through a ridiculous drive through that it's just now a thing where i live every day you're not in my town by 11 30 you're just fucked <laughs> right i don't know if it's like that in anyone else's area and just comment if it is you know i said i had to make it nine in but this is the order okay i pull around and when you get someone tell you that i'm sorry you're not worth my time i'm not gonna sit here and deal with you like oh what the th- fuck you were told that? I was absolutely told that. Oh, now see, that's a, that's out of fucking hand. <laughs> that, that's, and so that's I tried to get in touch with corporate just to get my refund, and they have no numbers or anything that you can call. Nothing. Well, you got to think. I mean, Burger King's a franchise, so they probably got that stuff on lockdown. A couple things. I, wanna... I couldn't even find the franchise owner, dude. Oh, nice. They, they typically have it on the sign in the window. But anyway. Oh, yeah. Nope. Nope. You exed out. Like. Well, let, let me get some comments in the chat here. Irish, uh, here at least a major problem with retail work is that there is no longer any payoff. You don't get the better career prospects. You can't afford rent. You don't get the same reward for working retail. Correct. But, hey, Irish, you get an opportunity. And, low, that's unfortunate about Culver's because we actually ate at Culver's about two hours ago. I think Culver's has one of the most amazing burgers ever. My, my favorite burger right now it has been for years is Ted's Montana cafe or Montana grill. Best burger ever. Number two fucking Culver's man. Culver's. That's a great burger. See, I never have gotten to try Culver's. Oh dude, son, son. Ooh. Have you tried Freddy's? I have. I love Freddy's. You love Freddy's. Okay. Culver's smacks Freddy's around. Culver's burger. Woo boy. They even have look little TVs playing in their 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 restaurants showing how the meat what cuts the meat and they use like um, short rib and like ground chuck and it's like three different cuts of meat and if you watch any kind of cooking show they tell you those three kinds of meat are like the magical 
you know, formula for burgers. Culver's burgers kick ass. Yeah, because uh, I always thought that Jack's was like high tier steak and shake. Oh uh, fuck no! Fuck fuck Jack's. Jack sucks. It used to be compared to Culver's. It's not even Col go Culver's burger is kind of life changing. I'm not gonna lie. I mean, I'm all about we're, we're, right now. We're we're talking about Ted's Montana Grill, which is pretty high dollar. All right. They grind their meat in-house. Their burgers are fantastic. And I'm telling you, that's my first-place burger. My second-place burger is fucking Culver's. That ought to tell you something. Yeah, that's pretty impressive. Yep. Uh, Maiden says, so that's an interesting conversation, getting awful customer service somewhere when we all know how we were trained to give great customer service. Yeah, that is... You know, and I will say that does make it hard for people in the business is like, for instance, while Alex just talked about he had to go through being told, you know, you're not worth my time or whatnot. Alex was trained better than that. Alex knows better. And and it it's real hard when you've worked in the business and you hear shit like that to keep your head from spinning, you know, like the exorcist completely around because you just want to lose it. You're like, oh, but I you, mean, you, you want to lose it. But at the same time, when you have been on the other end of that and have a customer lose their shit on you, you just yeah. need to be professional about it. And that's yeah. that's what it all circles back back to. Yeah, exactly. And, and, you know, we're, we're talking about, you know, customer behaviors being so bad us people that work in the business, we find ourselves biting our tongues because we don't want to be those customers. All right. And we, we're, we're consciously making ourselves aware we're not going to be that way, but there are some places that will try your patience. Like for instance, hero says Malnart, <laughs> nice code, um, was doing incantations to summon my inner Karen one day. Steve one night too. Yeah, Alex, I think you actually saw the message where I messaged our Alabama friend saying, why are the Walmarts here so fucking terrible? Yeah. True, true story. All right. And Walmart is not a staffing problem here. They got plenty of staff. Okay. So if it was a non-staffing situation, I'd be all right. This was not a staffing situation. So I make a phone call and I call. I'm like, I'm looking for such and such phone. Yep, we got it. All right, cool. Can you hold it for me? Yep, I'm almost there. Fine. So I get in and I walk and I'm like, and there's a gentleman in a wheelchair. He's like, man, can I help you? I'm like, yeah, I just called and they're supposed to be holding the phone for me. And he looks me straight in the face. He goes, um, I don't know who you spoke to, but they should be here in a second. I'm like, okay, cool, fine. And then he tried to sell me an upgrade on the phone. I'm like, no, this is what I want. He's like, okay. And then he proceeded to start helping other customers. I'm like, what the hell is this? Because I could see on the counter where they had the note and the card for this phone, right? I'm like, why can't you just go get the phone? So I waited 15 minutes for this person to show up. And he's like, yeah, let me go get it. And then he goes to the back. I was I stood at the electronics department at Walmart for 35 minutes for this dude to come back and tell me it wasn't the right phone. <laughs> boy and I just said alright man thanks and while I didn't show my ass I did but boy that was a hard one that was really I mean yeah you one. just gotta you gotta be the bigger person yeah you've and, been on the other end of that <laughs> yeah but you know oh Hero says it was 45 minutes okay I lost time but yeah um, Big Daddy Burger is the best no too expensive bro you're talking about Big Daddy Burger Bar? Uh-uh. We tried there. 
four of us eating was damn near $80. Sorry. And shit. It's cheaper to eat at fucking Ted's. But anyway, going back to customer behaviors. Um, but yeah, I mean, we're sitting here, we're dealing with this stuff because the companies we worked for have rewarded their behavior. I think Irish Connections whole thing about kleptomania was a hundred percent spot on, really. And I think what Blame Tag wrote from Twitter um, was spot on. You know, Maiden, if you would have been on time, you could have seen that. Just, just saying. <laughs> um, Irish says. Why customers got worse? Because they were allowed to, and it is easier for managers, staff to fold than to get a call from corporate to explain bad review. Yes, 100%. 100%. So. Hey, Steve. Yeah. Funny, because it was that was kept anonymous. I had figured who that was, who that was, who posted it based well, on their textile. I said but, that it was one of our own. I'm just messing, <laughs> Maiden. I'm just messing. No no harm, no hey, foul. Hey, there's always, there's always the tube. Always the tube. Always the tube. You can watch the replay. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's so, so here's where we sit. So we know the behaviors have gotten worse and we know the frontline associates have to deal with it. Okay. So who needs to be held accountable? Um, corporate needs to be held accountable because they're the ones who have created this. The corporate is the one who create corporate created Karen's. Plain and simple. They created Karen's by this whole, the customer is always right, even when they're wrong. That That's that's really what the slogan should be. The customer is always right, even when they're wrong. That's, that's where we're at. That's why we are here. All right. And I want to know a really good example of that. And it's sure. actually hilarious. It comes from a children's show. And it's sad that it takes a, children's fucking show to teach adults this. Has anyone ever seen the episode of Spongebob called The Krabby Towers? Nope. We shall never deny our request, even the most ridiculous request, and it takes Squidward quitting, walking out, he returns as the customer, and just to teach them a lesson just does the most ridiculous shit <laughs> possible. <laughs> And, you and know, then it burns. It actually results in Mr. Krabs losing his business and everything, like in the end of the episode, just to teach a lesson. Like it's actually incredible. But shows that you can thing. learn stuff in the craziest places. Uh, Maiden says we we taught them that can be shitty, so they'll be shitty. Exactly. I mean, I don't. We talk about all this stuff and, and we all are on the same page and the reality comes down to, we can complain about Karen's and Kyle's all day long, but it's the corporations that have to be held accountable. They, their, their feet have to be put to the fire and <laughs> heroes is not enough pot smokers in the chat to memorize SpongeBob episodes, Alex, <laughs> <laughs> but, but here's the thing, you know, it's kind of like I wish that the at least employees had the opportunity to tell Karen, "Hey, look, you're 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 yelling at the wrong person. Here, let me give you this phone number or let me give you this email." You know, I had posted it back on Twitter again the other night, 
you know, in 2014, I wrote uh, a blog called how the customer service experience is like selling snake oil because customers really feel like they do matter and they really don't. They think they do. And corporations have made them think that they do. But corporations have budgets set aside to give away gift cards to keep people from coming, you know, to keep people coming back, no matter what kind of experience they have. And, you know, in there, I said, rather than taking your frustrations out on a cashier or a manager, why don't you call corporate and take your frustrations out on the people that make the decisions? You know, you, you come into a store and you're mad because there's not enough staff there to help you and wait on you hand and foot. And that's in 2014 is when I had the epiphany of calling employees controllable expenses. Um, if you go to our Twitter, you'll see the post. Or if you go to the website, actually, you'll the new website, you'll see the post. And that's that's true because what corporations have done is they've hired a bunch of people to work in stores to be the targets and absorb all the negative energy and interactions from the customer base. Corporations specifically, play, yeah, or specifically the cashiers, yeah, or specifically at restaurants the order. And you know, and I'll say it again: the, the moment we have a corporation pop up and say, "Hey, we are going to focus completely on employee treatment, benefits, mental health." We're not going to allow customers to treat our our employees a certain way. And they really mean it and they stand by it. And God, I wish I had the capital to start a company like that because I would just purely out of spite. That company will rule the roost. And that company will be able to expand and that company will be able to to prosper because tons of people will want to work with them. Um, But until the corporations are are held in check, it's it's futile. And And I just hate seeing that we're now to a point where you got cashiers getting a fist fights with customers. It should never be that way. Irish says corporate will never be on the side of the employee society and their attitudes need to change. Correct. Correct. On the subjects of, uh, on the subject of customers acting crazy for viral clicks on TikTok, Um, there was one I've seen that a, mcdonald's hilariously enough and the dude was just so ridiculous to the cashier <laughs> it went viral because the cashier jumped the desk and beat the shit out of the dude okay alex i want you to try to entertain for a second i'm gonna try to see if i could pull something up here hold on i think this will um be funny hold on try to entertain for a second Hold on. Chad, Chad, I'm sick tonight. Uh, Don't know if y'all noticed. Sounds like the cashier should get a promotion. Oh, she did. She became TikTok famous. <laughs> like, uh, have you ever encountered... What? Jesus, Steve, that volume on that. Sorry, Have dude. we ever encountered someone who works for customer service centers numbers these businesses and gotten their input and perspective. Just curious. That would be an interesting show. Oh, but try and entertain. This man isn't streamed in 14 years. Oh, yeah, no, we're going to go for another 14 before I stream again. Oh, wow. 
that, that's funny stuff. All right, so I'm trying to do something here before before we close this out. Hold on. Uh, Steve, I do have a question for you, though, real quick. Sure. <laughs> if we could ever get, like, a corporate, like, pro-corporate guy... Right. This is the checkers game where grandson we and like granddad will be a corporate guy on the show. This we is named the, the segment like the, the retail wars on unofficial cage match. All right, guys, can y'all see the YouTube window? Yes. All right. I discovered this, and this is some hilarious stuff. Is it big enough for everybody to see, or do I need to make it full nope. screen? Well, that should be fine. All right. This is Karen Metal. Right strike or anything. Here we go. Oh. forgot to turn the mic back on um you guys go google karen metal and watch that stuff um maiden you will enjoy it greatly so um she probably works retail nice <laughs> alex can you hear me yeah i can hear you yeah no, so you're my, good they was talking they was talking about the youtube Oh, okay, so yeah, you guys go check that out because it's it's actually pretty righteous, um, and it, the guy does like all sorts of stuff. Yeah, here I am. I know there's a lag, so my audio was fixed before you guys. You know, we we were off there. So, but anyway, guys, you know, <laughs> I think the the ultimate answer to why is customer behavior getting worse is corporations allow it, and. That's a problem, and that's why we're here. Now, next week, hopefully, hopefully, um, as it stands right now, Blame Tag will be on the show with us via microphone, so he'll be speaking. So I'm looking forward to that because this just is kind of like a little primer and discussion to get us to the employee relationship, employee customer relationship being broken. And that is something that he had messaged me a very long time ago about something that he wanted to discuss. And he thought it would be a great topic. And, and I think it's excellent that he will be on the show to talk about it because he's extremely intelligent and he works in the business and he understands. And, you know, he has a lot to say about it. And Maiden, you didn't get to see it, but if you go back and watch the replay, or if you just go to our Twitter page and, and look, you know, at a feed I retweeted from It's On Sale, given his opinion as to why um, customer behavior has gotten worse, you'll kind of understand what we're dealing with, you know, come next week. And I'm really looking forward to having him on. I've tried to get him on before, so... I think it'll be really, really good, and hopefully we get a pretty good turnout. Tonight was pretty low turnout. I think a lot of people had to work and whatnot. I'm not really, I mean, you know, everybody that kind of supports this stuff, we're all working in retail. So, 
it's not like you get to get off, you know, every night that you want to. But I will say I got lucky this time around. When when I got this job, I was like, the only requirement I had was Wednesdays. Well, Wednesday's my permanent day off, so that's great. <laughs> so it worked out perfectly. And, uh, and it's dead smack center of the week. So. Yeah, it's dead center of the week when it's slow and whatnot. Monday night, we're going to be talking wrestling. Um, you know, I know the fuck today, you don't think that's culture. If you don't have Ric Flair in your life, you are lacking culture. Especially if you don't know what the NWO is, you're definitely lacking culture. And if you are not a Sting fan, I, there's no hope for you. So, we're going to be talking wrestling Monday night. It'll be good. There's a lot that's went on. Uh, Maiden, are you a, a wrestling lot. fan? Are you ready? Yeah. Yeah, Maiden always talks about Like, Maiden catches my little WWE references. Um, stay in your lane. Uh, Russell, I'll come through the screen and choke you out. Sting Russell, does not suck. I was for Triple H. You, you would be. You're a bandwagon rider anyway. It doesn't surprise me. Not. Yeah. Oh, OMG, I'm so ready. So, Maiden, did you see the thumbnail of Alex with the belt? <laughs> I'm working in six hours, but I won't miss Wednesday. Great. Um, but, yeah, so we're going to be talking about Braun Strowman getting released we're going to be talking about bray wyatt getting released which is weird um a lot of a shit a lot of shit going down in wrestling um i've been i've been on the dirt sheet about that yeah i've been all over i i check the dirt sheets every day that's something a lot of people don't know i mean i check dirt sheets every day for years i'm really the sheet is what makes wwe so fun in wrestling in general i'm really excited about cm punk I'm excited about Daniel Bryan. Yeah, uh, Daniel Bryan. Never did anything, but CM Punk, that's a big deal. Oh, CM Russell, Russell, you talk about horsemen. Okay, you know who's a in AEW, right? Arn. Arn Anderson's in AEW, right, Alex? Oh. So guess who just asked for the release and got it from WWE? Ric Flair. Flair about to be uh Oh yeah over to AEW. Because people don't understand AEW, the owner of AEW's dad owns the Jacksonville Jaguars, so they got more money than God. So he's financing his son's hobby. So it's great. But anyway, uh, we're sitting here at an hour 12. Thank you, everybody, for being here. Next week's going to be an important one. Like I said, we're going to have, uh, hopefully, have a guest with us. It's going to be great. So everybody have a great night. If you're into wrestling, we'll see you Monday night. Alex is, uh, we're going to convince Alex to go completely AEW and be the new Juventud Guerrero. So that'd be cool. So everybody have a great night and we will see you next time.